Hi, you're listening to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health, and I'm your host, Dr. Majd. When we're faced with the immense responsibilities of parenthood, our children's nutritional intake and growth becomes a vital daily concern. For me, feeding my kids well-balanced meals is something I think of every single day, but it's not always easy. The first year of life consists of seemingly endless feedings. Babies are growing very rapidly and require a lot of nutrition, and hence a good portion of your time may be spent feeding. So it can be frustrating when your kids abruptly reach toddlerhood, hit the dreadful appetite slump, and slow down their intake. What happened, you may be wondering. All of a sudden, it may seem like they don't want to eat any longer, and they may turn out to be extremely picky. Let me reiterate some of my patients' most common concerns regarding their children's eating habits, which you may be able to empathize with. But first, this podcast is brought to you by Netflix Instant Streaming. Watch thousands of TV episodes and movies on your PC, Mac, iPad, iPhone, or Touch, or on your TV through your Xbox, PS3, or Wii. All streamed instantly by Netflix, saving you time, money, and hassle. For a free 30-day trial, including the new Netflix original series, House of Cards, go to netflix.com slash QDT. That's netflix.com slash QDT. Here are some of the most common parent complaints that I hear. The various foods on their toddler plates can't touch, or they may be considered tainted. Goodness forbid you serve a mixed food, such as a casserole. Also, They can't seem to get enough of that pasta with red sauce today, but for whatever reason, they seem repulsed by it the following day. And getting them to try new foods? Well, forget it. It's worse than pulling teeth. You spend so much time, thought, and effort to prepare a meal that will be pleasing to the little tyke, only to become devastated when the first thing your toddler does is throw it on the floor without even so much as trying a bite. Does this sound familiar? Well, it can truly be maddening as a parent to try to feed a picky toddler, and it may often feel as though you're fighting a war with your own child at mealtimes. Parents get understandably frustrated, sometimes to the point of a power struggle between a concerned parent and a stubborn toddler seeking to declare his independence. Just hope that it's not a glimpse into his upcoming teenage years. Thankfully, I've been there and I've done that. I have twin girls, two intensely picky, rambunctious, tantrum-throwing toddlers. Double whammies at mealtimes for us, but we're progressing pretty nicely. So if we can achieve mealtime peace, I know that you can too. So what is normal toddler appetite anyway? Well, infants may gain up to 15 pounds in the first year of life. But after that rapid period of growth, they start to slow down after age one and normally gain only about four to five pounds per year during toddlerhood. So keep that in mind. Since their growth slows down, they no longer require as many calories. This is normal, so it may appear as though your child is eating less, but she is just likely requiring less. So how to deal? Well, here are 12 quick and dirty tips to achieve mealtime peace in this war against your toddler in a tiara. Number one, wave the white flag and the war, meaning let your child decide how much to eat. You get to decide what to feed them but let your child decide how much. Your job, soldier, is a crucial one to prepare well-balanced meals. Avoid force feedings and power struggles. All this will do is create a negative association that your child will form with food, which will make every meal from then on a battleground. And this is the last thing that you want. Once you give up the war over food and allow your child to take control over how much to eat, 
these negative associations often resolve within a few weeks, less than a month. Number two, surrender your weapons, meaning stop feeding your child yourself. Let them pick up their food on their own. Tricking them to eat via your spoon or fork and or forcing it into their mouth doesn't work in the long run. Offer finger food starting at about 8 to 10 months and then once they're capable of picking up a spoon on their own, which is usually by 15 to 18 months, try to never feed them yourself again after that. Number three, keep the gunpowder dry. What I mean is limit the snacking in between the meals. Allow a small, healthy snack in between meals, two total snacks daily, such as pieces of fruit, cheese, raisins, etc., but keep it small. Kids who oversnack will not be hungry at mealtimes. Number four, avoid the liquid bombs. My husband, who actually fought in the first Persian Gulf War as frontline infantry, assures me that there's no such thing other than perhaps napalm, he says. But for our purposes, I'm actually talking about what we give to our children to drink. Drinks have the potential to actually comprise a large source of our daily calories and can play a role in how hungry your child is at mealtimes. So instead of offering juice between meals, serve water. Water can be readily available whenever thirsty throughout the entire day. In fact, limit juice to no more than 6 ounces a day and limit milk intake to more than 16 ounces a day and serve milk with the meals. Drinking too much milk or juice can actually dull toddler appetites. Number five, avoid mission impossible. Avoid serving your toddler more food that they can actually possibly eat on their plate. This can simply overwhelm them and make them less likely to eat. Serve appropriate portions and allow your child to ask for more. Avoid insisting that your child must finish everything on the plate or finish the whole bottle. Also, try to serve a variety of food groups at each meal, making it more stimulating and interesting for them to dig into. One neat trick that has seemed to work well in my house is the use of a partitioned toddler plate. Ours actually comes with four sections, and it gives us an idea as to what is a realistic portion for a toddler. Shoot to fill, no pun intended, each divided section with a food from the various food groups at every meal. So protein, that includes meat, chicken, turkey, tofu, etc. And starches, like bread, pasta, etc. Veggies and fruit. Number six, we're almost halfway. Close ranks. Try to incorporate as many family meals together as possible. When kids actually join the dinner table and they eat with the family, they witness you eating and will try to emulate the example that you set. If you use a fork, they too will be more motivated to use a fork. If they see you saying please when passing the bread, they too will do the same. If they see you eating the vegetables, they too will be more likely to try the mysterious green things. Number seven, bite the bullet. Pay to bite the bullet and substitute the main dish for something else, as long as it's not a frequent occurrence and you're not turning yourself into a short-order cook. Kids should understand that they're expected to eat what the entire family is eating. As a side note, even skipping an occasional entire meal is harmless, as long as it's not a common occurrence. So if they're simply not hungry at one particular meal and want to skip it, it won't hurt them in the long run. Number eight, consider changing the plan of attack. If you have a picky eater, you can try to change the presentation of some of the foods to see if it sparks their interest. For instance, my kids will not eat a cooked piece of intact carrot, but if I cut it into circles, well, then that changes everything. 
So I've seen actually some parents also cut food into neat shapes using cookie cutters too. Number nine, surrender but never abandon. Meaning don't give up, continue to introduce new foods. Your child may not touch any new foods when introduced initially. In fact, it may take up to 10 or 20 times of seeing that new food on their plate and other people eating it before they finally taste it. New foods are often acquired taste for toddlers and this process often takes time to develop. So don't force them to try the food or to take a bite. Just leave it on their plate and they'll taste it when they're ready. Number 10. Avoid enemy scrutiny. Avoid conversations about food and eating at meal times. Shift the focus and scrutiny away from their intake. Set a fun and cheerful tone. Talk about your positive experiences from your day. Engage the kids in conversation. Number 11, replenish the troops. So if you're concerned about your child's nutritional intake, consider a daily multivitamin. Number 12, counting casualties. When counting casualties and reviewing your toddler's nutritional intake, try to avoid viewing it from a daily perspective, but instead from a weekly one. That's because it's very normal for toddlers to eat well one day and not the next. If they don't eat well one day, it's okay. Don't get worked up over what they did or didn't eat today. As long as they're getting a variety of foods over a week-long period, they're fine. So there we go. Those are my 12 quick and dirty tips to achieve peace at mealtimes with your toddler. Your child's doctor will actually plot his growth at every well-child checkup. Ask your doctor about your child's growth. Children should be maintaining their growth along the same curvature on the graph and not dropping. However, if your child experiences any of the following issues, please discuss it with her doctor right away. Weight loss. Lack of any weight gain for six months. If they're feeling ill in any other way, like diarrhea, fever, fatigue, etc. If your child gags or vomits after certain foods. If despite the 12 tips mentioned above, there's still no improvement in their intake. And if you're obviously concerned for any other reason. Well, soldier, it's time to begin some serious boot camp training and prepare for your upcoming mealtime obstacle courses. All is fair in love and war. It's mostly love, though. Don't worry, I know. Share your ideas and learn more quick and dirty tips with us on the House Call Doctors Facebook and Twitter pages. Please note that all content here is strictly for informational purposes only. It does not substitute any medical advice and it doesn't replace any medical judgment or reasoning by your own personal health provider. Please always seek a licensed physician in your area regarding all health-related questions and issues. Well, thanks to Netflix Instant Streaming for supporting this episode. Netflix has a new feature, the Netflix Original Series. One you can actually check out on Netflix Instant Streaming is Hemlock Grove, which is an awesome new series. If you've missed out on Hemlock Grove, get over to netflix.com slash QDT and check it out. It's set in an old Pennsylvania steel town on the body of a teenage girl is discovered. As they hunt for a monster among them, rumors mount and many of the town's residents become suspects. Everyone hides a dark secret. From director Eli Roth from Hostel comes a chilling supernatural series based on Brian McGreevy's novel. With Netflix Instant Streaming, you can actually watch the first season, all 13 episodes for free, along with thousands of other movies and TV shows when you try for free for 30 days at netflix.com slash QDT. That's netflix.com slash QDT. If you have any future topic suggestions, you can email me at thehousecalldoctor at quickanddirtytips.com. Hope you have a very peaceful week.